Episode 101. Oh, sorry, movie 101, not episode 101. Uh, our Guardians 2 spoiler cast. Um, yeah, I'm uh, Jordan. Let's see how I'll do this. I'll be uh, your life. Andrew, you'll be my love. And Alex could be my lady. I was expecting at least one of us to be a trash panda. Oh, yeah. No, that's, yeah. Too, that's too funny. Okay. Yeah. No comedy in this episode. <laughs> The straight talk. Uh, yeah, so spoiler cast, we're going to be talking about the, the you know, the ins and outs of this movie that just opened. So um, if for whatever reason this is your 20th, introduction to the Marvel Cinematic yeah, Universe, yeah, yeah uh, turn back now. <laughs> the, you're, you're, you're just not doing a good, very good job if this is, <laughs> this is the, uh, your gateway into this fucking 90 movie legacy. It could be like a Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell com- completionist. That's true. That's true. It. Yeah. Um, fuck, did you, uh, Alex, did you see this thing? Before we get to the questions, I sent, uh, I sent it to the normal chat, uh, the, the interview with, uh, with Kurt Russell and with the rest of the Guardians cast members about which Avenger their like, you know, they, their character would be best buddies with. And Kurt yes. Russell was like, look, I've never seen the Avengers. <laughs> I don't know what an Avenger is. Like, Ego would probably kill all of them who gives a shit. And yeah. he was just, like, laughing and jovial about the whole thing. <laughs> um, yeah, he chooses Snake Plissken. Yeah, yeah, Snake Plissken. That's the Avenger he's most like. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He's like, Which, what's the guy with the, with the cape and uh, the, the, the ears? Like, Batman? Yeah, let's <laughs> yeah, go with that him. One. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Anything to make this junket go a little faster. <laughs> uh, okay, so we've got uh, more questions than usual. But uh, it's a good thing few of them are actual questions. So, um, what are they all, Jordan? Ryan Andrew says, I, period, am Groot, period. Okay, those mm-hmm. are like meant for dramatic pauses. You don't have to like read the No, periods. well, I, I add dramatic yeah. pauses because there's no use, there's no place for that kind of foul language on this, uh, on this broadcast. Yeah, are yeah. we going to have to edit that out, Andrew? Yeah, 101 episodes and 101 explicit tags. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um... Yeah. Matt DiGiuseppe says, I am Groot with a question mark. See, that Matt, is I'm, a question. I'm doing a terrible... <laughs> yeah, you just don't know what inflection is. No, this must or, be what it's yeah. like to uh, actually record with Vin Diesel. He's like, I am Groot question mark. It's like, no. <laughs> no, no. I'm sure he just gives like a thousand different readings and just bangs it out in an afternoon. <laughs> and that's... Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then going over to Twitter. Mm. Something um, no one should ever say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, we've got, uh, at, I'm going to save this last, the one that's most applicable to our actual discussion for the end, but, um, uh, at Andrew Erdeg is saying that he's looking forward to our Guardians 2 episode. Thank you. Yeah. Um, question. And he says, in case you missed it, I would love to hear your initial thoughts on the unlikely unbreakable sequel. What do you mean unlikely? It's out. There is one. <laughs> oh, there is one there is already. One. But that is, oh, so he's, he's asking about Split? Well, I hated right. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. I have no interest in uh, ruining, like, one of my favorite movies. I, I really feel like that. I had this moment. Okay, so I saw Split the day it came out, and I had no idea that it was going to have anything to do with Unbreakable, because why would I? Um, but I had this moment. That's how twists work, Jordan. That's you true. don't know that they're coming. That's true. Yeah. So um, I... I had this moment where I was standing outside of the theater with my phone wondering, like I messaged both of my co-hosts and I was like, you two need to see Split, but I can't tell you why. And they were just both <laughs> like, well, we're not nope. going to see it because it looks like dog shit. So oh, just tell us. Also, that coming without M. Let Night Shyamalan movie is like the worst possible way you could sell a movie to someone. Like, you know, there's a shitty twist, but like somebody like say like, but you, you have to know see it. How but I'm not going to tell you of a twist it was going to be. It was next level. Those aren't the kind of surprises I like. I yeah. was so angry by the time the, the, the twist came. That, like, I went full circle and ended up just talking about the movie. Like, I was prepared to just move on with my life. Um, but, like, now I want to add Split to the 
Normaltron when it shouldn't be because it's not a comic book or superhero movie until the last 10 seconds. Uh, maybe we can do a whole episode on just the last 10 seconds of Split. See, I yeah, I, I eventually we capitulated. Yeah, I, yeah, no, I capitulated and I was like, I'll just tell you two what the twist is. And it didn't generate the laughter that I was hoping it would. It was mostly anger and confusion. Yeah. <laughs> Particularly from Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, why? Just why would you artlessly <laughs> like introduce like the like the actual second movie to that? Because that will count as the second movie. Oh, for sure. Because this last this next one, Glass, uh, is uh, is going to round out what's being called the Unbreakable Trilogy, which is well. Uh, so who's calling it that? Me? Is it nobody? It's okay, it's just Jordan. I, I think M. Night Who might be calling it, it that. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not clever enough to have invented that. Like, that movie's own, going to be in the, like, I don't know, Blu-ray box set of that, I'm sure. Would you rather have that Blu-ray box set or, like, when you buy four movies on one disc at a drugstore and Unbreakable is on there? Something tells me. Like, Unbreakable, and, like Unbreakable American Pie 2, Goodfellas. <laughs> And like uh, saving Silverman on one action-packed <laughs> Blu-ray. Wow, what's is the that, theme? That, that's, the theme is like that's like weirdly Jason Biggs heavy. Yeah. But uh, the theme, okay. Alex, is licenses we have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's just one of those that says classics collection. There we yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, movies you can't afford to miss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you can't afford to buy because they're so cheap. Um. So shortly after Andrew Wallace's M. Night Shyamalan's Glass, an Unbreakable story was announced, I was actually on an airplane and Unbreakable was there, probably because they wanted to get Wait, people... when you say Unbreakable was there, do you mean Bruce Willis was on your flight? No, that's... I mean, he only goes by train because he knows he's like, he'll be safe. <laughs> um... No, so that that movie was there clearly because they want people talking about Unbreakable again. So I watched it, and is I was that just, the way you do it? That's how you really get into like the, you know, the pulse of pop culture is like be on a Delta flight. Yeah. Okay. All right. No, you you tap you tap into it is what they do there. Okay. Mm. Um. That's why they had one rock music CD, the best of Stevie Wonder, which I listened to. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, uh, I watched Unbreakable again. Because yeah. I'm in a post-split a post split mindset, and... Um, you can really see the pl- parallels between I the two can't, movies, so right? Not even ironically. Like, I can't even humor this bit with you because they, <laughs> they don't <laughs> exist. Well, well, they're both movies that focus on, like, identity in someone's marriage. And, yeah, and, like, a family that's, like, coming to terms with uh, know, let, a let me, living situation. Let me, let me right. just quickly bring it into the NMNP nomenclature. I would say... Um, on the capering meter, um, Unbreakable rates pretty low. There's very little capering in that movie. Split breaks the dial because it's all capering. <laughs> like, because that's what you get in a movie where James McAvoy plays everyone. What's the unit of measurement for capering? Units per pounce. I don't know. Like, okay. <laughs> units per pounce. Sure. It's a millipounds unit. Millipounds, there we yeah. go. Um, so so there, there, there's no... Even if you're going to try to be a shithead and say that there's some parallels between the two, you're grasping at straws like nobody's business. So it's 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 vexing how he could even go back and say that it's going to, like, complete the story. It's not really vexing. It's kind of like going back to the well, right? But it's not. It's like it's like having a drink of water and then, like, going down a water slide. Like, they're not the same thing. <laughs> Though both will kill Bruce Willis. I Spoilers. Mean, that's that's really funny. Uh, I don't think that's true, but it's funny. Also, that metaphor makes fucking zero sense. But so does I the... Uh, thanks, man. So does the split reveal. Um, which is great because before they do it... Sorry to ruin split mm-hmm. for nobody. They, they play the, the unbreakable music, which like... I'm a huge fan of that movie, so I... But I like... You recognize but it. But I barely recognize yeah. it. Yeah. You just you just knew that it was like this is from something that I've heard before, but like you like audiences would not be like, oh man, this beloved oh, soundtrack yeah. from ninety. Uh, also, ninety nine out of a hundred people did the soundtrack for that movie. Yeah, yeah. ninety nine out of a hundred people would say M Night Shyamalan's like opus is the sixth sense. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. No one would be like, 
you know, unbreakable is his, like, only, like, fuck, like fuckheads like us who, like, you know, go against the grain and do a never-ending Sisyphus podcast <laughs> have opinions that, like, unbreakable is this, you know, un- unappreciated masterpiece number one yeah, my baby that's workers it. are all plebeians and they don't like unbreakable but like watching it again not only in the post split mindset but in the landscape of like the contemporary rhythms of the superhero movie it's not doing that like it's it's so slow and quiet and Mature. just it's concerned with yeah. things that are not evident in split or the genre that's trying to get back into now yeah it's a movie that i love but i never wanted a sequel to yeah you didn't you didn't need one so um to answer that question i think we are all pessimistic (laughs) yeah that's that's diplomatic um it will be if it wasn't for this show i don't think i'd see it i think you would i think you would okay because you love poo (laughs) <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Uh, yeah, so so uh, look forward to that when it comes out, I think, mm-hmm. next January or something. Yeah, it sounds like a January movie to me. Yeah, so it was yeah. split. Yeah. Um, well, thanks, everybody. That's been our split uh, episode. Our split cast. Yeah. That's been split cast for split tonight. Split cast. Um, I, a lot of these people who have already messaged have said that they're – I would call them friends of the show. But here's a friend of the show at Gabraham L saying – um, who's the best at guarding things among the guardians? Which I hear, I figured you out. By the way, Gabe, your your, your your bit for the show is just you'll take the movie and ask a question about like the title of the movie. So it'll be like we're watching we'll be watching Electra, and it, he'll be like, which performance yeah. is most electric? Yeah, exactly. in? Yeah, and the answer is the person with the animal tattoos. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So uh, keep at it, Gabe. You know, next movie. You know, whatever godforsaken crap fest we watch next, you know, if it's, um... I mean, who is who is uh, the rattiest person in the mall? Am I right? <laughs> that movie is not on this list! Uh, I mean, you say that, but... <laughs> the list is ever-changing, Jordan. That's it's true. It's unknowable. You threw Fritz the Cat on there. I'm you the made me rats. take it off! That's correct. Which is a, a line from Our Fritz the Cat. <laughs> That's funny. That's really funny. <laughs> Uh, he also asks the governing question for this show uh, at Gabraham L. Uh, oh, by the way, sorry, we didn't answer his question. Uh, who's Who guards the most? Yeah. Who's the best G- guard? Gamora. Yeah. yeah, she guards she a lot. She actually knows what she's doing, and she has a sword. So she's got long range and a sword. Like, no one else has both. Uh, I don't know. Rocket guards the crash ship for like most of this movie so i would say yondu is a pretty good garter uh that's a, that's a fair one I yeah accept that or he was you know what i'm saying oh Ooh. get in there yeah wait what do you mean there's rest, been that game. rest in peace michael rooker he showed yeah. up at uh at some of the screenings around here uh yesterday but only in, like, the ultra AVX IMAX ones. Yeah, you gotta pay $30 <laughs> yeah. to see that. Yeah, I'm, There are cheaper ways to see Michael Rooker. <laughs> I don't I, know I, what I that don't means. I want you to elaborate yeah. on that. Yeah. Go to the strip club that he's at at the beginning of the movie. He's in, like, the space strip club. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, at Gabraham L asks, is it good? Um, oh, boy. Ooh. You want me to get started and you two can Let's uh, answer that in? at the end of the show. <laughs> no! What? <laughs> Let's start this <laughs> off. Point of this yeah, um, I'm not a fan. I was not a fan of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Okay. Okay. All right. And good night, everybody. Uh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's all. Uh, what, what about you, Andrew? Uh, yeah, that's the uh, same yeah, noise I would make. Probably. Yeah. It's, it's not bad by no, any stretch. it's not. Uh, but it's like a lot less focused than the first movie mm-hmm. um there's a lot of uh what we call like subplot spaghetti <laughs> going on here and uh, uh you know what and i think the worst crime of all is that that uh it, it's not a good it's not a very awesome mix it's like an all right mix yeah like you'd, you you'd, li- you'd listen to that tape but like you wouldn't be like man i gotta like remember that set list like i gotta yeah i yeah. i get what you're saying for yeah. sure alex uh, I was a fan, but I will also admit to everything Andrew just said. 
being the case. Uh, I think the fundamental flaw here... Okay, so before I went and saw the movie, I was talking to a co-worker. Hey, I'm going to go see it. It's coming out today. Um, we're, we got to talking because he had just downloaded and watched um, the, the first one, right? Right. Um, and it's a good movie. We liked it, and uh, he liked it, and so we talked about it. And I said, some at some point in the conversation, I said, yeah, with this one... I don't know going into it who the bad guy is, which is weird. Not just like, well, it's weird for a Marvel movie, right? Usually that's pretty front and center. Like here's this comic book character we're pulling out. That's a good point. Usually their name is in the, like often their name will be in the title as well. As soon as I said that to him, I realized it was Ego, the living planet, was the bad guy. Right. I knew that was the only way the plot could happen. Someone um, doesn't have the Marvel encyclopedia in his bathroom. Well, Jordan. Also, to anybody who thinks that's a good idea, it is not. That book is enormous and hardcover. So if you want to hit yourself in the groin with a pointy end of the book while taking a shit, I highly recommend yeah. the uh, Marvel encyclopedia. It has about the same effect I, I was, on your dating life as like 12 photos of Garfield in the bedroom. <laughs> but, you know. I actually think the Marvel Encyclopedia is probably worse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, want, you want that hidden behind your, like, bathroom mirror? So when they, like, open it up, it's just, like, that one book right yeah. there. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't until I entered... Any Advil? Uh, like, <laughs> just one Advil on the top shelf and then just front and center, the Marvel Encyclopedia. Uh, if there's one thing that, uh, that's, <laughs> that, that uh, you know being in a long-term loving relationship has taught me it's that most normal people don't have like phone book sized stacks of miscellaneous <laughs> torn books for when they're taking a shit. Apparently I just, it's, that's just me. Why, why, why are your books torn up? <laughs> Excessive <laughs> reading and sometimes desperation. Did you toilet paper? Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Reaching uh, for the same joke. Um, to further the TMI uh, Jordan oh, please. Sh- oversharing. Yeah. Uh, the, one of the punchlines in this movie is uh, Drax saying that uh, his father described the circumstances of his conception to him and, and how it was a beautiful thing. I heard that from my dad. I know exactly how I was conceived. I got nothing. Um, yeah, I mean, right. cool, dude. All right. That's a good story, Jordan. I just um. said, I just said, it's not that weird. You need to talk about it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yes, but we'll do that after the show. Yes. Okay. Anyways, They're back to uh, let's move away from the exciting topics of my shit and the <laughs> night my parents boned. And uh, and let's uh, Alex. So so knowing that ego was the bad guy sort of mm. distilled your your experience. Well, the the thing is that. I don't know. That that wasn't so much... That wasn't, like, a huge bummer. I don't really care about... It. Even if someone had straight up told me, like, oh, his his dad turns out to be a bad guy who wants to take over the world or universe or whatever. Um, I, I, think the, I think the bigger problem is it felt like there was kind of a... You said you said subplot spaghetti. It, it felt like a TV show structure kind I of, right? I thought so, too. Um, but the problem was the A-plot. Anything that Chris Pratt does is going to be an A-plot. Uh, in these movies, right? He's he's too big of a star at this point. He's right. by default going to be like where the important shit is happening. Uh and he definitely isn't. Like the yeah, A plot yeah. in this movie is the slowest one and it's, you know, emotional or whatever. But these kinds of you know, you know, the scenes of like Rocket Raccoon defending the ship with like all these traps in the forest and like everyone getting kidnapped by pirates and having a pirate adventure. Like that's all fun. Guardians of the galaxy stuff. Um, And Starlord doesn't do a lot of fun stuff. He does not at all. Here's another thing. Here's another big part of it. Actually, wait, are you finished? Do you want to do do Um, anything more? No, I think you get the gist of it. I could get more detailed. I I just want to add to that a little bit. Um, Please do. um, This movie, um, well, we start with with Ego and and um, and uh, fucking Star Lord's mom at the beginning. But here's the thing: um, one of the most memorable moments for me from the first Guardians is the intro, like the the time you first see Star Lord with the mask and he's holding the orb and doing his dance and everything like that, and like like singing into lizards and shit like that. And then you see that he's Chris Pratt, and yeah. like you, that's your intro to Star Lord, and you know that helps. 
it's set, a, yes. the, the tone of the entire in this, movie. When you yeah. see him, he's already in frame. Like at the start of the movie, he doesn't like enter the frame in any fun or dramatic or interesting way. He's just already there. Which, which is kind of so, describes which like, just his sort of role describes in the movie. The, yeah. role of the movie and, like not just him, but sort of the movie in general, where it sort of feels like it's it has less to prove because it's already shown you what it looks like, so it might as well just sort of go through the paces. Yeah, but well, I guess the paces it goes through is like a really if you go look at entirely just like the A plot, it's a really like reflective and cerebral story for Star Lord. It wants it's, to be. Yeah, and like all of the action cerebral, is like not in the intelligent. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, well Cerebro is in it. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they got him they bought him from Fox. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just him just and just him. for this movie yeah they, like they could have gotten james mcavoy in this movie for like an extra like million but they're like ah no, no. we're good yeah uh wasn't he in split they said no. right oh, that's true God. yeah they, we, it that's all the thing. comes back they don't yep. want people to see too much of him because they don't know whether he will be playing another split personality you see <laughs> oh because professor Ooh. x could be the old granny yeah. it's just Starting another manifestation the mcavoy edition uh, canon with Unbreakable. That that becomes the question. Right. You see him show up. I think so, Touchstone Pictures was once owned by Disney, who now owns Marvel. Let's get uh, Acosta's like conspiracy board. Exactly. Right yeah, the Doctor Strange <laughs> board. <Yeah>. Magic material. <laughs> yes. Uh, but what were you going to say, Alex? That uh, <clears throat> you... No, no, Andrew was talking about uh, the cerebral. Because yeah, like, the fun stuff is like, well, not the fun stuff. The action set pieces prior to the last like 20 minutes of the movie it's like Nebula and Gamora, and it's Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. And uh, Yondu. Yeah. Otherwise, um, Chris Pratt's like on a couch on like weird Kurt Russell mind planet. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, I'm sort of, I can sort of get what Alex was saying earlier about um, knowing, you know, the, the, the confusion for a second about um, who was going to be the bad guy. Like, I knew that Ego, the living planet, was a bad guy, and, and, uh, but not Star Lord's dad, I don't think. No, no, no. See, yeah, that's the thing. They were already changing that element right. of it. So there was nothing to say, like, he's guaranteed a bad guy still, right? That's true. Um, especially when Stallone was added to the cast, and I was like, maybe Stallone will be the bad guy. Yeah, it seemed like right. that was, yeah, a late, instead, like, A-list actor showing up. Yeah, yeah, instead he's there for two scenes. And uh, yeah. that's what, it. Are you including a after credit scene in that two-scene <laughs> No, scene he's count? in that funeral scene, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That felt weird. That just felt like, oh, a trailer that they like awkwardly edited into the movie. I I feel I read in an interview that they do have more plans for the character. I'm sure they. That's kind of my problem with it is that it's just like artlessly introduced and it's like, oh, you got Sylvester Stallone to show up for like two minutes. He's probably going to be back for some spinoff that they're making. But he could also not be because Glenn like Close wasn't in this. Yeah, there's no Glenn Close in this movie or John C. Riley. Yeah, yeah. Uh, John C. Riley is too busy fighting apes. <laughs> Um, and that newest season of Steve Brule, that's getting uh, really weird. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, uh, even weirder. Um, yeah. So the, the in addition to these things that we've laid out, I also feel like um, this the, the the shtick was getting tired, and that bummed me out quite a bit. Like, I don't want to be tired of the dynamics between the characters. I don't want things to feel rote. I don't want the the the, the Beats to feel crazy obvious as they did with every point in this movie. Like yeah, obviously, like the slow reveal of ego being a fucking like genocidal space monster was the most obvious thing ever. And to have him like reject godhood for the sake of his friends is the most obvious thing ever. And <laughs> like the, the the 2013 movie or 2014, whatever the first one was, it was supposed to be above that a little bit it was supposed to be a little bit more <laughs> knowing a little bit more edgy a little bit less like cut and dry and it was and that's what made it so great but this is just like just a like a weird afterbirth uh, that's graphic uh yeah, yeah. I'm a, why yeah, stop now right sure okay yeah. no i think that's a, going a little harsh i think uh I, I think maybe a problem with this movie is that it doesn't succeed and i don't know if this is a problem but it doesn't succeed in the same places or the same ways that the first one did i think it has its uh own merits um you know i i think this one was a better visual 
treat, right? Oh, it was yeah, closer sure. to the Doctor Strange side of things than the original movie, which was very kind of uh, just like Star Wars-y. Right. Yeah. Uh, this one had a lot of, you know... Spectacle. Spectacle. Like, yeah, 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 that's yeah. true. I'll give it that. I'll give it Sure, that. but like, I, I don't know. I kind of liked lead, like this idea of like leading into like moments like that. Like, but it just felt like it was a weird visual clusterfuck, especially with them like doing all, like having all those consecutive jumps and then it just yeah. turned into like a weird like fever dream, <laughs> yeah. like, like Ren and Stimpy like style. Yeah, my, my theater yeah. loved that shit, dude. Your what? Your theater loved that? Oh yeah, well, okay. perfect time now. Um, uh, what was your theater experience like? Uh, completely ordinary. It was great, actually. Oh. Um, no disturbances, and everybody was uh, laughing at the right times. And there were a couple awes during like cute shit, I guess, or. Uh, you know, whatever, uh, group shit. Right. Um, a lot of very, you know, very heavy silence during emotional moments where there's a lot of, there are a lot of those in this movie. Yeah. Did there um, need to be? Probably not. Eh. Maybe. That's, it's and see, that's another thing. It's just, it's just different. <laughs> it's, the, it's the darkest of the three. I don't think uh, it's that different. I just think it's disorganized. Maybe. I mean... That's certainly... Andrew's laughing at something here. <laughs> um, what, I'm sorry, what, what was your theater experience? Oh, um, was that what you were laughing at? Or Yeah, yeah. Dude. Okay, well, uh, for some reason, we saw this at like 7, um, and the theater was, I'm going to say, 80% empty. Yeah. Oh my. Which is really weird. Yeah, well, I mean, weird. it was it was a digital 3D show, so because it's a little more expensive... But it, no, that didn't stop like many other movies that we've watched. What are you giggling at? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. Um, speaking of giggling, there was um, there was like there was someone who we could call like the Laughing Man, aka Mister Giggles. <laughs> this, yes, who um, he I think he was alone, and every like I as it just said, like every it was like thirty, it was like ninety seconds. Yeah, like he yeah. would laugh regardless of the content on screen. He would just start <laughs> laughing. Like dramatic moment, the same like titter, and then to like any like joke that same came inflection up. Was, and same length of laugh. So he could have been some sort of like laughing robot. He's <laughs> like big mouth, big mouth Billy Bass. Or yeah. <laughs> Billy Bass. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Weird experience. Or, like, I, I felt our audience was just slow, also. <laughs> <laughs> there would be moments that would happen, like, there would be, like, a dramatic moment or, like, uh, a Groot shit moment. And it would take, like, it's a solid five seconds after the right. beat has passed. And, like, someone would be like, ah, oh, or, like, laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> we were watching it on, uh... <laughs> we were getting it buffered a lot, so uh, <laughs> there was also a baby at the upper right of our screen who was having a great time. Yeah, somebody, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like someone who was like no older than four, just yeah. like giggling like a little baby, just learning about planet dicks and you know, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was a weird, weird fucking moment. <laughs> yes, call it Joe. Uh, oh, that's why oh, it was okay. okay. Yeah, okay. That's the thing. It just. The first movie felt effortless in, like, the actual, like, comedic style that it had. Like, it didn't feel like it was Not trying yet, to, like, force yeah. a lot of jokes. For sure. Yeah. Uh, it also was surprising. It's, uh, you know, Alex and I spent many a night, as I've mentioned on the show before, like, back before the first movie came out, being like, I hope this movie is good. It could be fucking amazing <laughs> or fucking terrible. But it's, like, it, it has gone on in the last several years to be considered, like, a modern superhero like masterpiece people fucking love guardians of the galaxy uh yeah it's a movie that i could see people growing up like if you're a kid and you saw guardians of the galaxy i could see you loving it the same way like people love star wars yeah this is just some sort of like maybe i'll be generous and say it's like a growing pain sort of thing where the characters just don't feel as fresh and they need to sort of go through these very predictable beats if they're going to, you know, expand and, and become, you know, more part of this ever-growing cinematic <laughs> universe. But I'm just – I just was so tired of it. And the jokes weren't as funny. The whole thing was just like like a huge sequel, which is obviously the last yeah. criticism you should throw at any fucking comic book movie, but still. I 100% agree, actually. I, th- I thought that was its biggest, like uh, – aside from I already called it a – 
TV show. It, it just this one just super felt like a sequel, which is so weird to say, right? Because uh, it's in the Marvel universe, which is fucking eighty movies deep now. Right. And me and Jordan were just watching Civil War again the other night. Yeah. Um, a movie that has that like movie, a dozen prequels, technically. Yeah. Right. Right. You have yeah. to watch like eight other movies to technically have seen the entire like story of all the characters involved, but um. It still somehow doesn't feel as much... It feels like a a logical, you know, continuation of the events that have happened before, whereas this felt like a movie sequel. Yeah, for sure. Like, here's the next part, we made a new one. Right. As opposed to, like, here's the next part, here's what happens next, Yeah, not like, here's the next chapter, it's just like, here's some other weird story with these characters that we've now distilled to what, like... Like, it feels like a focus-grouped... Guardians of the Galaxy to figure out what was the like what were the things to double down on. <laughs> I would say that's characters. true, but like with the exception of Star Lord, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's the, the, it's a lot like Age of Ultron. And I'm hoping that it's a lot like Age of Ultron um in a way that like without Age of Ultron we wouldn't have had Civil War be as good as it had to do. They had to you know, they had to dip down in quality uh at, in order to rise up again triumphant. I I don't know if this is like as this is not confused that bad, as Age of Ultron. Like Age of I... Ultron seems like a dramatic mm. misread of that franchise. Like this seems like it's just a sequel that just doesn't have the same energy as yeah. the original. If you if you cut down heavily if you heavily alter just the Star Lord bits, especially once he gets onto ego, um you would have a much <clears throat> excuse me. You would have a much faster uh, more cohesive feeling movie. I feel like, but I think the pacing is what like shows the seams the worst for in this sure. movie. Yeah, it, but another thing it has in common with Age of Ultron though was that like you have the first movie about getting the team together, and then the idea mm-hmm. is you break the team. Is apart that like, but you break one. the team apart in a in a way where it's just like let's like fucking Empire Strikes Back this shit and like split the split the heroes up into several groups and just like. Then they'll love them even more because we'll just like spider web out into fucking several dangling threads. And it doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean that all these threads are going to be equally as interesting. And we're far more concerned with seeing the team rally together, especially when you're making a movie that's about fucking coming to acknowledge who your family is. It's it's particularly hollow for for fucking Star-Lord to be, for that to be his inspiration when he spends most of the movie walking through corridors just with Kurt Russell. Yeah. Sulking about, yeah. (laughs) Like, he he gets, like, like his dramatic, you know, stealing of will is, like, flashing back to scenes from the first movie and new weird scenes where he's, like, skydiving. Yeah. uh, With Rocket Raccoon is, like, yeah. I, I kind of actually like that they mix in stuff we've seen with stuff we haven't. Yeah. It makes sense, right? Because a lot of movies would go the lazy route and just reuse footage, and it would feel like the only thing that's ever happened in his life is what we saw in the last movie. But people would ra- – here's the thing. Like, people would much rather see, like, uh, like Thor uh, standing shoulder to shoulder with Captain America than see Thor, like, walk into a bog alone for, like – half the movie and like <laughs> contemplate his place in the world you really felt that some of those new scenes were as bad as that i not it's not bad it's as disjointed and i think it's the same mm. sin i think it's the same problem i don't think it's that disjointed hold on a second there's really like two things going on in this movie right there's three there's uh okay there's three there's the was it like the collective or something yeah yeah there's like okay. the sovereign actually there's more than that there's like four well, hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on. So, so in, in my view, the way I'm, I think of the movie, remember the movie, is there's the stuff happening on Ego, and then there's the stuff that the Sovereign, is that what you said? Yeah, I think uh, Sovereign is that, that Sovereign is doing, which includes hiring uh, Yandu, right? Yeah. Like, so there's the Sovereign plot, and there's the Ego plot, and... That's pretty. Everything happens with the, Yon, now, the Yondu plot. Seems like a separate one. Too. I would agree. So yeah. does the Gamora Nebula plot, which is a huge chunk of the movie. Well, those are all tied into the Sovereign stuff. Physically, all like that maybe, happens. Yeah. Like Sovereign shows up. It like has an effect on each one, but it's not like the movie is about. So it's Sovereign. the driving force. 
it's it's not take no no it, it's you're right it's the not like force is like kurt russell showing up out of the blue to save them that's and see that's the problem is yeah. by putting chris pratt there you made that the a plot if if we imagine imagine with me this movie without <laughs> that entire character I, obviously we don't want to get <laughs> star lord or ego or whatever but if it was if you look at just what else happens it's just these you know this this mercenary group double crosses uh, the government of this planet, and then the government sends a bunch of, you know, hired thugs after them, and everything happens within... Yondu's in the context of that, and Nebula is in the context of that, because they get her from Sovereign. Yeah, I it mean, sounds they, like they, a better they, movie. It's, yeah, they, it's, it's all there happening with <laughs> the same motivation. Like, it's all within that same band. But then the ego stuff steps in, and now you have two locations, and it keeps going back and forth. And, and it, one of the locations is also disarray. a character. Yeah, that's true. Uh, just New York City. I, think <laughs> I knew you were going to say is, that. It's a bit of a character in its own right. Yeah, Jordan. Um, yeah, see, it's it's tiring. Yeah, it, just it also just wasn't like this is obviously super subjective, but it wasn't. I wasn't laughing as hard. I wasn't buying into. Yeah, the, I don't think I necessarily well, agree with that. Having, like, I think it was so funny. The problem of jumping around between all those different plots and locations is you're kind of just like taking the wind out of the sails of the movie every couple of minutes. Like it just doesn't really, and there's, I remember there's one moment where like the music starts to swell in like a scene where there's not a whole lot going on. And it's like, it's something where it, they're attempting to like put an energy to that movie that just isn't there. Like it's like, <laughs> the movie's sort of like falling times, flat actually. and you're like, yeah. this is not as exciting as you guys think it is right now. <laughs> this is just, yeah. Chris Pratt lazing about yep. on a couch. Right. But there are some good like I'm I'm not trying to trash this too much. There are some good moments um in this movie that I did like. I think the um the la- the funeral scene is good. I think um the stuff between Rocket and Yondu is good. I think that's an yeah. interesting dynamic to explore. Um there is surprisingly little Groot in this movie, and I'm not just talking about surprisingly little Groot. Because because uh, it's not surprising because you saw the, the end of the last movie. Yeah, yeah, you know how I like it is. Moody Teen Groot. I think that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a good joke. Um, good gag. Good gag. Yeah. Good gag. Um, and I I I like the Nebula Gamora stuff too. I think that that's uh, a fun extension of that stuff that's explored in the previous movie without suffering from repetition. Uh, yeah, I'm trying I, to connect the dots, or rather, like fill in the space in between here, Jordan. It sounds like you don't think Drax is a funny character. I loved. I was <laughs> laughing at Drax a lot in this yeah. movie. He gets all the really? best lines. Okay. Yeah. So it then my then problem is clearly blanks, with Star Lord. It sounds like Star Lord yeah. just was completely misused in this film. Uh, that's that's correct. Wow. And then everything else seems to have worked for you. So, uh, <laughs> uh, maybe. You know why we don't hate this movie? As yeah, much. this yeah. is not Age of Ultron bad. Uh, Jordan, I will, I will I'm going to go out on a limb and say this, this isn't even a view. bad movie. I'm not saying this is a bad movie yeah. either. I'm just not a huge fan of it. I, I, I just like to shit talk it because of one part of it. It's uh, the no, main no. character of the story, yeah. you, you dick. It's, yeah, it's a pretty the, big misread. Problem. Yeah. 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 Um, I think a lot of it is dumb. Not just not just like the fact that not just the pacing of that part is dumb. I think the actual events that happen could have been done, like you guys said, in a much less uh, generic way, right? And, and it wasn't just the events. I think that for, I had a problem. I don't normally say this about acting particularly, but I wasn't feeling Chris Pratt in this movie much at all. He didn't seem to have the presence yeah, and. I just think he wasn't given that much to work with, but like I he tried to, he tried to sort of insert yeah, his charm. Into I'm not, it. I'm not like, yeah. like passing on him for good. I'm eager to see him <laughs> throw down with the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But, uh, Alex like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Bring it to me. Yeah. I mean, him and black <laughs> Panther, T'Challa and Groot together at last. Ugh. Are you just like that's what we're gonna hear in the theater? Yeah, like, that's, that's true. Some of our audience members. Yeah, that would that's less of an exaggeration and a stereotype I, than what we've actually seen. Yeah, I, oh. I thought that was just the sound of Jordan reading the table of contents in his Marvel and like that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's funny. The table of contents, the index. Yeah, of a, a, a real a real Marvel Glossary. maniac yeah. doesn't doesn't read the index. He just flips right through. <laughs> he just knows. Also, the book is. 
filled with typos. So just, uh, <laughs> we'll just we'll, we'll pitch our like Amazon affiliate link right now. We'll bring yeah. it back to uh, well. Last time you promised me, Andrew, and you promised all our listeners that you would get Steve Ditko on the show. <laughs> and I'm uh, sure if anybody could solve my uh, typo problem, it's him. <laughs> You get Steve Ditko on the show. Get the dick. Yeah. I mean, it might count as like mild kidnapping. Yeah. But, some uh, sort of, some form of elder abuse. Yeah. Yeah. Just pretending to be an Uber driver. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> Steve Ditko doesn't house. take Uber or ever leave wherever he is, wherever I'm he sure leaves. I'm sure he doesn't know what Uber is. <laughs> no, Uber the living planet. Oh, my bad. Yeah. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. So once, oh, I mean, we'll wait right now. And you can just oh, run, also, and run, yeah. and run and get him. Yeah, uh, he's at he's around here. He's in the neighborhood, right? Yeah, his office is. All right. Well, you guys talk amongst yourselves. Okay. All, sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Slam. <laughs> that's as far as we're taking that bit. I'm not getting you up. Oh, okay. That's fair. Um, can I? May I venture a slight rewrite? Oh, I love the Alex rewrites. Yeah. You, by okay. all means. Here's one for you. Kurt How Russell kills the Guardians of the Galaxy and joins the, the Avengers end. with Alex, the new character, <laughs> based on me. How did you? Um, okay, so 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 Ego, the living planet, fills Star Lord's head with stars, and they're, they're in his eyeballs, right? Yeah, he fills up his eyeballs at one point. Um, Your slight plot um, alterations always include. Summarizing like the, the the plot leading up to that, I, I, not as bad as you, yes, Jordan. I'm trying to point oh. out where it starts yeah. off. You think is yeah. Uh, so okay. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two reunites the the movie going audiences with the heroes from the first yeah. film, but it you begins in Star- 1980s Missouri. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, keep going, uh, Alex. I think they should have just done because uh, it doesn't. It, what is first of all? What is he seeing there? He's like, wow, and he's like freaking out, and it's so beautiful. But then ego still has to explain his plan out loud, so it's not like he's showing him the beauty of a like united universe under one consciousness or anything. Because he's still like, oh, by the way, I want to make all the planets me. And Starler's still on board. I don't know what he was seeing, but what if he? What if you like took that time to like? have a voiceover explanation of the plan while we see what he's seeing, right? Uh, you oh, see wow. the universe be like better. becoming one. Uh, you sort of see in the background. This thing saves you a couple minutes. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, right? Uh, Star-Lord is, starts exploring, you know, his history and goes to Earth, right? And checks out, like, what uh, Ego was up to with his mom and whatever. Uh, and then he just discovers on his own that Ego, like, entumored her, right? Rather than having the, like... <laughs> that can't be the <laughs> by right the way, word. Had to kill your mom. Like, like that's just so lazy. No I, one would ever do that. I Especially actually, not, like, a universal oh, uh, Giggle. That reminds me, Giggle Man in our theater-going experience, when Chris Pratt explained that it was brain cancer that his mom had, hence why nobody believed her stories yeah. of her, like... Being impregnated yeah, by he star, man. He found that hilarious. Yeah, he loved it. Yeah. Just that was a few hours after Andrew whispered to me that it's a real shame they didn't cast Jeff Bridges in the role of ego because Jeff Bridges did play Starman. Yes. Yeah. And I believe did impregnate a human woman as <laughs> okay. a Starman. Yeah. I, Alex, I actually liked the explanation for whatever reason. Like I I actually sort of bought it, like why he would kill her because like he didn't want to get too attached. No, I like I do I do no, I agree with you. I do like the explanation. Yeah. I don't like it coming as, like, villain monologue. It's also a reveal that's not really well built up. I, certain, I, 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 I think it worked for me. The only time they, like, hint at, like, something being amiss is through Mantis's character and, like, really, I don't know. It's, like, very obvious. Like, I felt like, it was co- I felt like you really could have built that up a little better. To, like, Mantis explain, well, like, an explanation coming right before them encountering, like, a mountain of what are presumably bones. child bones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of thought it was going to be one of those, like, Star Trek-y things. I thought uh, when Gamora went off on her own, right, and she's just, like, sitting out in the field, and you get a couple of, like, scenic uh, screensavers. Um, <laughs> yeah. Before she gets Desktop backgrounds, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I kind of thought it was going to be, like, a 
everything on this planet is poisonous kind of scene or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't uh, drink the water. <laughs> like, oh no, this tree attacked me. We have to get off this planet. But I guess I wouldn't really corn make much here. Sense. Yeah, <laughs> everything's on the cob. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, know it's, the, I, I was expecting that too. Which part is why of the like, evil corn group from Logan. Yes, yeah. yeah. Just get That's rid of mutation through high fructose corn syrup. Uh, the children will be too fat <laughs> to gain mutations. Everyone will be the blob, and we can handle the blob. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I'm with you, Costa. I also thought that that was where they were going with that scene until um, Nebula showed up. Yeah, get a little north northwest. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah uh, in space. <laughs> Which in I always space. thought that most Hitchcock movies would do better in space. Especially that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Stewart is one of the only uh is that Jimmy Stewart or Cary Grant? I always fuck that up. In, Both uh, of them are going to be in Guardians 3 in digitally. North by Northwest? Yeah. It's Cary Grant. Okay. Yeah. They're gonna bring in uh both of them for the next one. Yeah. They own the right to their bones. So uh bring them out. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you look closely, the, some of the bones in that pile were... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That and Brando's bones, for sure. Yeah. They got those bones. <laughs> Dead bones? <laughs> you, Hit Guitar you, Hero 2 songs. There, there's yeah. some Guitar Hero 2 songs in this soundtrack. <laughs> Surrender is, yeah. by Cheap Trick. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, you... you <laughs> I bet you when you started listening to this, Guardians 2 episode, you didn't think we would be talking about Marlon Brando's bones. <laughs> Please, episode description name. Marlon Marlon Brando's Bones. It's just a pile of Marlon Brando's Bones. That's what's wrong with this place. Exactly. Um, Uh, I'll wait till the last second to to decide whether this is um, Age of Ultron tier, but... Yeah. It's certainly on the the same level as it. It, It's... it's, I also didn't even feel like it... um, sets up that much more MCU stuff other than Guardians 3. It doesn't really... Yeah, that was kind of an interesting choice. I don't think that's really a valid complaint. It's not a complaint, it's just a note. It's just a a thought. Well, they kind of do. They Like, some of the post-credit scenes at least see an expanding universe. I don't know if, like, the Ravagers are going to be part of the third one. I assume they will, but basically what everybody wants to talk about now is Avengers 3. Yeah. Infinity Infinity War, War. And then... Untitled part <laughs> Untitled four. fourth adventure featuring none of the old uh, cast members. Yeah, Avengers Ghost Protocol. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy Renner That's funny. signed on for both. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nailed That's it. correct. Uh, um, yeah, no, it's so it's it's I mean, I wouldn't tell anybody to avoid uh Guardians 2, but you gotta temper your expectations. Yeah, well, depending on where they go with three, this it might be one of these movies that like you don't need to see oh yeah i mean if they're not if like what they're setting up in this movie like, it might be if, an iron man 3 yeah or an iron man 2 yeah. <laughs> it <could be> either <laughs> of those uh, yeah that's funny oh shit yeah i man let's um let's do that real quick um what is the mcu movie you least have to see oh the incredible hulk uh, uh, that's no because even the incredible Sorry. hulk is referenced in the it's, avengers yeah uh, and, I and don't know if I've told you this, hold on as a quick aside how sick would it be to just be watching a fucking marvel cinematics universe movie and then tim roth shows up yes that would be amazing yeah <laughs> carry on with your little conversation oh i'm here and tim roth look play. it's the chameleon everybody wait no oh, oh, mm. oh. <laughs> wasn't he mm. Only if they, like, bring back... Well, they've already brought back William Hurt. Yeah, which like, makes that movie. that movie infinitely more consequential than Iron Man 2. That's funny. I'm trying to think if there's anything... Yeah. Iron Man 2... Oh, sorry, no, fuck me. Black yeah, I'll go yeah. fuck myself. And, like, a lot Shield of and Jet, like, yeah. Okay, forget yeah. about that. Okay, well, so well, well... It's three, then, right? Well, three introduced his post-traumatic stress disorder, which, which is not a problem into- in any other movie that... Well, Age of Ultron, it is kind of yeah, that's why he like creates Ultron to protect the planet. But what's the okay? What's independent of um? No, so I guess I can't say independent, but but um, in terms of just like what what movie could you afford to miss? You know, what which uh, one would you miss least? Like, it doesn't have to be the worst one. It just has to be sure. Uh, I, there's a lot I that I actually kind of like in Iron Man three, but you can miss that movie. You know what movie you could miss? You could miss Ant-Man in its entirety and miss nothing. 
That's true. Well, yeah. and okay, I like how about this? Wait, wait, wait. The Incredible Hulk. Like <laughs> <laughs> a cheater. Uh, like half counts. Yeah. Wow. You yeah, need, so far, you I also oh, oh is, fuck, you don't need to see Thor: The Dark World. At oh all. yeah, you that's, do not need to. There see is that. one Infinity Stone, so you, like your count will be off. They'll, they'll go yeah, through all true. of them at the in the next. You know, they'll they'll go through stone by stone. Are you saying that Marvel is depending upon most people not seeing Thor: The Dark World? Well, otherwise they'll be asking, "Where's Natalie Portman? Where's Natalie Portman? Where's Natalie Portman? They saved her life in this movie. Yeah. She's got to be back." Oh, yeah. No, she's on that island mm-hmm. with, like, Rachel McAdams, Gwyneth Paltrow, and any other... Chris Pine. <laughs> and Chris Pine. He'll not, be there too. not MCU exclusive. It could be Liv anybody. Tyler. Yeah. Liv Tyler. Yeah, I forgot. She's, like, the captain of the pirates Yeah, you island. forgot, didn't you? Because you don't have to watch The Incredible Hulk. Good All point. Right. <sighs> All right. Um, so let's, uh, let's say that uh, you pick up a cheap Zune at the intergalactic market. I mean... Alex... Oh. Shut up, Andrew. <laughs> I heard Zune and thought... Yeah, your like, ears I'm, peaked. Your fucking <laughs> eyes are just like, Zune? Huh? Let huh? me tell you about the Zune HD. Um, and this Zune, I'm going to say version 1, <laughs> has a Wi-Fi connectivity, which I'm sure version 1 didn't have. It did. Oh, okay. It was the killer feature. It was what was way better about it than an iPod. Shut up. I mean... Shut up. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Uh, okay, so let's say I have a shitty MP3 player. Yeah, that only an idiot would use. Sorry, no, yes. fuck. I know for a fact that somebody who listens to this show listens to it on their Zune. I love yeah, Zune. That, Zunes that are great. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 for like eight years. So. <laughs> yeah, our one Zune listener is the reason I had to post like the RSS. <laughs> yeah. We love Zune. Oh, his Zune died. Can you actually repost the RSS feed? Because it, it, it did die. So the last Zune in America has died. <laughs> <laughs> the galaxy is at peace. The last is in captivity. Yeah. He's a genius. Anyways, uh, if you can connect your not at all shitty MP3 player to Wi Fi and download your favorite 101 movies, but not 101 episodes of a certain show, <laughs> what would this show be, Alex? Uh, well, with those exact yeah. parameters. Those exact I would parameters. Have to say, uh, normal movies for normal people. What's the um, website address for that website? Oh, the website address for the website would be uh, normalmovies.website, I think. Close enough. Google <laughs> okay. it. Um, yeah, that's uh, normal movies on Google Play. Yeah, we're there. Uh, we're on that. On uh, Android Marketplace. Sure. On, uh, <laughs> oh, VOD. Uh, We're right under the porn. So just look for the porn and then keep scrolling. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll find yeah. us. It's it's easiest to go alphabetically because we're right under abnormal porn. <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. What dictionary do you use? Uh, Wait, it's not dictionary. It's the yes. Marvel Encyclopedia. That's true. Yeah. Um, an unrelated point. There's a lot of tentacles in this movie. Moving on. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about most normal moments, Alex. Why don't you start us off? Oh, oh shoot, I forgot about this whole thing. How many episodes and how many movies have you done of this? Well, I've done 80 episodes, 100 movies. <laughs> um, how about the joke where Groot keeps bringing the wrong thing and it goes exactly... Two and a half jokes too far. Yes, it sure fucking does. I hated it. Comedy comes in threes, exactly people. Exactly two and yeah. a half. Yeah. yeah. Comedy comes in sevens. Yeah. And they had nine and a half It's jokes. enough. It's enough. Like, fuck it. Moving on. Andrew. It was funny. You know what? My most normal moment sucks because it's just like a dumb shit. Uh, when when, when uh, Nebula walks up uh, in the Ravager ship, some dude loudly whispers that she's the daughter of Thanos in case we don't know it yet. <laughs> In case you're like, a Kurt ah, Russell shit. fan and you're just jumping into this one. <laughs> then you just need to Google who Thanos is and then you're fine. Yeah, well, you've already yeah. got your phone on in the theater, so <laughs> you're good to go. Yeah. Because the guy, Mr. Giggles, was at whentolaugh.com. It's a website <laughs> for people with no social skills saying when to laugh it's at not a movie. A, it's not when to laugh. It's just a reminder every 90 seconds <laughs> to titter. Yeah. <laughs> That's the name of the app, Titter. Titter. <laughs> How does the swiping work in that? 
It's just a laugh alarm. You gotta swipe right. The laugh alarm. Yeah. Every time you laugh, you swipe. Would it be spelled T I T R? There's no uh, I. They're like vowels. What's wrong oh, with you? Oh, that's true. It's just, yeah. it's just three T's and an R. <laughs> that's it. T T T R. Yes. Um, Which is probably like uh, the acronym of like a transport like consortium. Oh, for sure. Yeah. The uh. Yeah. That's the that's the company that owned the the ship that got hijacked in uh, Captain Phillips. <laughs> I don't know. I beg your pardon. Yeah. Uh, my joke is going to be that that app name overlaps with Teeter, the balancing app. But uh, what? I guess we go with the Captain Phillips. Thing. <laughs> balancing app. You you open it. You're about to fall over, and then you just hit the floor. It's like the you, world. You can, it's a sheet of You can life, request somebody yeah. to hold you up. It's 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 a life alert for people who won't spring for the bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's uh, your most horrible moment, Andrew? Uh, I'm gonna go with Kurt did you Russell. Say what it was? Uh, no, no I he didn't. I said I, mine. Yeah, I haven't gone yet. Get your head in the game. Oh no, I meant. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go with <laughs> Kurt Russell's Teeter. expanding alien orgy. <laughs> No, oh, yeah, that's just really yeah, that's funny. One, He's that's explaining really funny. that, like, the reveal of him having a whole bunch of children. He's got, yeah, different hosts of different area codes, time zones, <laughs> planets, nebulas, galaxies. But he's got a lot of kids, and they demonstrate this with, like, his weird, like, Man of Steel-esque screen <laughs> that's showing, like, him getting it on with first, like, like Star Lord's mom, and then like in the background they added a few more aliens, yeah. and then it just like becomes more dense and more lovers. Would you say more erotic? Uh oh, yeah. I mean, it's just going up geometrically. Like there's, it's an exponential <laughs> increase in eroticism. It's a is lot what it is. like that Futurama episode where the guy's trying to have sex with Leela, and he's just like transforming into a million different things to fuck <laughs> a million different like space aliens. But it's just that it, how crowded it gets. Like, there's like 60 aliens all making out with different Kurt Russells at a certain point. Yeah. And Kids love Kurt. Aliens love, love Kurt. Kurt. Everybody yeah. loves Kurt. Yeah. Who doesn't love Kurt? Uh, do you have a Golden Pounce winner? Klingons love Kurt. Oh, man. I want a Yondu sex uh, robot. Is that it's like it's a Yondu sex robot who turned turn yeah. himself off? Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. that was me in the movie. Just ant. Eh. Too much jizz. <laughs> I was going to say Microsoft Zoom, but we kind of already hit that. Joke, I, I, so. Yeah, that's true. We've, uh, Sex well, I mean, bot? yeah, we can just continue it on longer than it, it's funny. Like, <laughs> like our show and this movie. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Well, what? So Microsoft Zoom. That's, that's my favorite. I'll, 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 I'll give it to the Zoom. Okay. I've been First generation it. Zoom. Because <laughs> right. the thing is, they don't like make Zoom. So it's not like it can be product pr- placement, right? It, like, you couldn't go buy one if you saw this movie and was like, I'd like a Zoom. Yeah, I can say, like, they're say gone. no they're one's making so. money off of Zoom. Yeah, so it's like it's like a good joke because it's like deader than dead. It's like beyond. There's the no animal on fire. I didn't see one. Rocket Raccoon doesn't count. How about Teenage Groot? <laughs> nah, nah, that's too obvious. Yeah, yeah. People like that. Yeah. Um, let's uh, make some lists real quick. All right, uh, Alex, why don't you start us off? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's like talking to Ego before one of his many orgies. It's funny. Andrew's giving us the wrap, wrap it up fucking shit, so hurry us up. Uh, no, I didn't know no we're still on the time limit these. these days. I thought we didn't have the free service anymore. You thought anymore. wrong. Yeah, oh, we're Jeez, live, Louise. Um, why don't I put this one pretty high up at number 21? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Because uh, it's below Shogun Assassin, as is correct, but above Kick-Ass. Jesus. Okay, Andrew? Uh, I'm gonna put this pretty low, I guess, relative to that. Oh. I'm gonna actually put it at. Keep in 30. mind, Guardians One is like my second movie. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, I'm gonna put this at 34. Um, it's below Ant Man, but above Big Hero Six. I'm going lower. Oh, I guess uh, side of Age of Ultron. That's really going? the question. I'll, I will be generous and put it above Age of Ultron. So 36. I was going to put it way further down, but uh, Dar- it's not better than Darkman. I can fucking tell you that. It's a little better than Dark Age Man of Ultron. Darkman gave us that elephant. It did give us that elephant. Just take the fucking elephant. 
Uh, yeah, so don't run, don't walk. I mean, walk, don't run to see this movie. Fuck that one up. Uh, and or go to the showing that we went to. Oh, yeah, no where you could have slept yeah. in the yeah. theater. <laughs> um, so let's do our new democracy in action, Normotron. Are you sure? We kind of interrupted doing Watchmen. That was on the docket. Democracy in action. Roll it. <laughs> All right, I'm rolling it. Okay, uh, our choice is between... Not our choice. Your choice. Our choice. We're voting. Oh, we're voting? Yeah. Okay. There's no game. It's the Crow and American Splendor. Oh, I've never seen oh, The Crow. God. I'm kind of interested. You saw American Splendor? American Splendor is awesome. I love it. It's just not entertaining. <laughs> we have 15 seconds. Vote, Alex. Uh, you both said Crow, so let's just do that. Let's do The Crow. All right. Watch some Crow. Never seen it before. Should be interesting. Hmm. Uh, signing off for myself and for who. Thanks for listening. And for where. Bye-bye. Stay bye. <laughs>